0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here with the financial information you need are Sue and Cole.
1: Good morning everyone and welcome back to another episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. My name is Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management and I'm joined by Sue Bushka, uh, president of Bushka Retirement Solutions as well as our co-host Tony Shore. Uh, Now, listeners, we mention it every week, but we just want to make sure that you uh, remember that you can always give us a call anytime with questions, or if you want to discuss any of these topics a little bit further, uh, you can reach us at 715-355-4445. Or you can always visit us online at retirewithbushka.com, and uh, that's retirewithb with dot com. And, and of course, uh, while you're at the website, make sure you check out the radio page. There you can see some of our past uh, episodes. You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify as well. Now, today we're going to look at some of the dangers of making assumptions when it comes to your finances. Uh, Now, you may assume certain things are set in stone when it comes to retirement, uh, but that's not necessarily always the case. But before we get into some of these misconceptions or assumptions, let's make sure we welcome everybody in the room, Tony and Sue. Tony, how's it going today?
0: Well, I'm doing good, Cole. Thanks for asking, and it's great to see you guys again and be here on the show with you Uh, crazy busy week, but it's good. It's been going by fast uh, because I've been so busy. Uh, Sue, how about you? How have you been? I know you've been uh, dealing with a lot over there, haven't you?
2: Oh, yeah. Just, you know, some. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't even want to get into it, but (laughs) (laughs) but everything is going good. Just busy at work also. And, you know, it's just, you know, things are things are good. Just very busy time of year.
0: Right, yeah, this time of year is always busy for you guys, and I imagine tax season probably has something to do with it. And people are trying to get their finances in order and seeing how, you know, uh, you know, distributions are going to affect their taxes, things like that. Uh, believe me, my wife and I were scrambling last night to find all our tax documents. It's uh, yeah. every year. We, yeah, we every year we think we've got this great system. Uh, and you know, okay, so anytime anything tax related comes in, we're gonna put it here right and keep it all together. And then when it comes time, okay, we need to get the stuff together to give to our tax preparer um, it's like, well, where is this? Where's the yeah. I mean, right. yeah, but <laughs> like they disappear yeah. I get it I get it. yeah, even though we uh, you know the best laid plans right yeah yes. <laughs> exactly. yeah it's like the old phrase uh, man plans, God laughs. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 So, uh, Cole, how about you? What's going on with you? Not
1: much, doing well, uh, you know, I mean, it's uh, been a busy start to 2020 so far, especially with uh, some of the new uh, legislation changes, the SECURE Act, that's been oh, obviously yeah. keeping us busy educating people, uh, and of course our office has been buzzing with people coming in to get their taxes done, and Carl's been busy with all of that, so uh, it's it's been a good start to 2020 so far.
0: Good, good. Well, and I know, uh, speaking about a good start, we want to keep that going, so we want to be aware of uh, some of the misconceptions and assumptions that people make about finances. Um, I think this is going to be an enlightening episode uh, for sure. Where do we start with this topic?
2: Well, Tony, let's start with um, some from an uh, October 2019 Motley Fool article called Three Money Myths That Could Ruin Your Retirement. Now, the author, personal finance and retirement writer, Katie Brockman, she does break down each of these things that she considers myths and how they can impact your retirement. Now, we like to consider these more misconceptions rather than myths, since each comes from some factual basis, but the end assumption is flawed in some way.
0: Wow. Okay. So, yeah, a lot of assumptions are flawed, Uh, You know, it just kind of snowballs and people say, oh, this is the way you're supposed to do it. Uh, But uh, really, things change so much. Uh, I think I might need to hear more, though, before I truly get uh, what you're putting down here. Uh, Cole, do you have an example for us?
1: Oh, definitely. Uh, you know, in that uh, in that article, uh, they, they mentioned taking, for instance, the the first myth in there uh, or misconception mentioned in that article is uh, that you'll spend less money in retirement. Now, according to the article, it's likely that spending will change during retirement for most people. Uh, it actually cites a report from JP Morgan that showed nearly 80% of retirees experienced a significant change in their Spending. However, more than 33% of those individuals found themselves spending more than they had before retirement during some of their retirement years. And these years often came early in retirement. Now, you can imagine the challenge uh, that that would come with, uh, with all of a sudden you're spending more than you expected. So, this misconception could be pretty expensive. Now, you may average less spending per year over the course of your retirement, but that average may include years of more spending as well, and it just maybe evens out over the long
0: term. Sure. So it would basically be a misconception to assume that you know exactly how your retirement spending will go.
2: That's right, Tony. And in our opinion, it's the spending fluctuation that can be the most dangerous part of the assumption. Because if you have a certain budget in mind and you don't have the flexibility to adjust it, you may put your financial future in big danger.
0: Well, uh, you know, I certainly want to avoid danger.
2: Of <laughs> yeah, <course>. Who <laughs> doesn't? <laughs> kind of my motto. Yeah. I'm not yeah. one of
0: those guys who says danger is his middle name. No, my middle <laughs> name is Thomas, and it's <laughs> nothing like that. It's very far from danger. Uh, okay. What's another thing that we need to be wary of? Well,
1: another misconception from that article is that if you wait until you have a higher income, it will be easier to save for retirement. Uh, Now, at first glance, it's easy to rationalize this idea. Making more money would mean that there's more money to save. However, building a retirement nest egg can take years, and the value of compounding interest can be a powerful growth tool for your savings. So if you put off saving for your retirement, you may find yourself needing to save an even larger percentage of your income later. Now, missing out on those years of annual rates of return can also result in challenges later. So saving early, even if it's a small amount, can have big financial results in the long run.
0: Well, and I've heard both of you talk about just how important saving, even just a little bit, can be,
2: right? Well, that's so true. And the power of accumulating wealth over time can hardly be underestimated. So let's look at the next misconception or assumption it has to do with Social Security. And I'd like to look at this. From both sides of this issue. Now, they caution against assuming Social Security benefits can be your primary source of retirement income. But according to the Motley Fool's article from October 2019, called the average Social Security benefit is probably smaller than you think, In 2019, the average Social Security check was just over $1,400. Now, for many people, that's likely not enough to cover all your future monthly expenses. But when you look at the potential growth of medical expenses in the future, you may feel even less enthusiastic about covering your costs with Social Security benefits alone.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, that that amount, $1,400 a month, that won't even cover my pizza budget. (laughs)
3: <laughs> That's a pretty yeah, big right? budget, though, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but uh, it is dangerous to assume that Social Security will be able to cover all your costs then in retirement.
1: Well, it really could be, but it's also important to note that assuming Social Security won't be part of your retirement income is likely a misconception also. An April 2019 press release from the Social Security Administration provides some encouraging news. Uh, It was actually uh, called the Social Security Combined Trust Funds Gain One Year, says Board of Trustees. Now, it details that the Board of Trustees found positive developments in the long-term financial stability of Social Security. Previously, the board had found that the uh, combined asset reserves of the old age and survivor's insurance and disability insurance trust funds uh, would be depleted by 2034. Uh, Now, this news report shows that an additional year of estimated solvency has been gained.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, Does that mean Social Security is quote-unquote, fixed, for a lack of a better term?
1: Well, one year is likely not a sign of a permanent fix, Tony. However, it is a sign of progress, which is good. Uh, The Board of Trustees recommended that Congress continue to act to address these issues, though. And it's also important to realize that 2035 would not be the end of Social Security benefits. In current projections, there would be enough income coming into Social Security to pay about 80% of the scheduled monthly benefits.
2: That's right. And Social Security will likely not be enough to cover your monthly expenses by itself. However, it is unlikely to completely vanish from the calculation. Now, we believe what will be important is for you to maximize your Social Security income when the time does come. Now, we highly recommend working with a financial services professional like Cole and myself to determine the right time and strategy for your personal financial situation.
0: I'm really glad you're clarifying this for us. Now, our time is just about up for this first segment. Is there anything else you want to share with us before we take a quick break?
1: Well, since we're talking about Social Security, it might be a good time to bring up our complimentary Social Security maximization report. Uh, I know a lot of people have questions about when or how they should file for their Social Security or, you know, when it might make sense based on their own situation. And we've got this great complimentary report that we can run for all of our listeners, and they can take advantage of that anytime by calling 715-355-4445. Or they can visit us online at retirewithbushka.com. That's retire com to request that complimentary Social Security Maximization Report.
0: All right. That sounds great. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Financially Speaking with
3: Sue and Cole. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Bushka Retirement Solutions, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. Give us a call at 715-355-4445 or RetireWithBushka.com to get your copy. And welcome back
0: to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, And I'm here with our host, Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions and Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. And Sue and Cole, great show so far. You're talking about the dangers of misconceptions and assumptions when it comes to our finances. And uh, you know what they say about assumptions. Oh, oh I mean, wait, we all we're know not, that one. Yeah, right? I don't we're know not that we can recite say it, it, here, it, but yeah. <laughs> we're not going to say it. Um, but especially when it comes to your finances, and you were talking about an article called Money Myths That Could Ruin Your uh, Retirement from the Motley Fool, uh, com site, and you discussed some of the main points there. Uh, Social security, monthly expenses, and delaying savings all it can have a large impact on our financial future. Uh, And so misconceptions about those issues really uh, can cost you a lot of money, cloud your vision. So I know you wanted to talk about another area. Um, I'm looking forward to building on what we've already discussed. What's the next type of misconception?
2: Well, the next one that we want to discuss today is how a rate cut by the Federal Reserve impacts the everyday American consumer. So another one of our sources today is an article from CNBC.com called Here's How the the Fed Rate Cut Affects You. Now, in late October, 2019, the Federal Reserve announced their decision to cut interest rates by a quarter point. Now, this was the third time in 2019 that they decided to cut rates. Wow. Well,
0: and it feels to me, uh, if I can jump in here, that these rate cuts or increases get a lot of attention but what do they really do? I mean, uh, how does that
2: cut potentially impact me or our listeners out there? Well, that's really a great question, Tony. So let's look at the big picture. Lower interest rates mean cheaper loans. Now this can impact the average American by producing lower interest rates on credit cards, uh, student loans, monthly car payments, and even a mortgage or home equity loan.
1: That's right. And unfortunately, in a slowing economy, lenders are often less likely to approve loans. So some consumers may not be able to take advantage of these lower rates. Now, in addition, interest rates on savings accounts will decrease also. Now, this can lead to less growth in some savings vehicles. And that's something that we'd have to be aware of.
0: Yeah, like CDs. Yeah, of oh, course. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I think we're going to change the name from certificates of deposit to certificates of disappointment. Right. Yes,
2: exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. <Especially> lately, right? <laughs> right? Yeah,
0: it doesn't even keep up with inflation. Oh no. So that is the big picture. That's a big idea view. Now let's look at some of these impacts in detail. How about credit cards? Uh, it seems like everyone I know has some credit card debt out there. What does the federal rate cut mean for our monthly credit card payments?
1: Well, many credit cards have variable rates, which means that your rate's going to change when the Federal Reserve cuts rates. Now, according to WalletHub.com's article entitled Credit Card Debt Study, Trends and Insights from back September 2019, Americans started 2019 with more than $1 trillion worth of credit card debt. $1 trillion, That's a big number.
0: That's now, a huge number. That's yeah, real money yeah. to you and I. It is
1: for sure. (laughs) Uh, Now, however, with interest rates in the teens and 20s, a quarter point will likely not make a noticeable difference with uh, uh, with credit card
2: debt anyways. So what about savings accounts then? Good question, Tony. Now, this rate cut will also impact savings accounts. Interest rates on savings accounts are tied to the Federal Reserve rate, so they're already pretty low, and this third cut of the year will decrease them even further. Now, according to a survey by bankrate.com called Best Online Savings Accounts for October 2019, Nearly 7 in 10 savers earn less than 2% interest on their savings account.
1: Now, if you're looking at pursuing other savings options, there are a couple of other uh, possible uh, routes that you could go. Certificates of deposit and and, uh, as well as some other options that pay fixed interest rates for short terms, one, two, three year. Uh, and, And you might be able to get those around 2%. Some options might be a little higher, but that's where it's a good idea to reach out to a financial professional like Sue and myself to see what options might be out there and what makes the most sense.
0: Yeah, good point. How about mortgages? Are are they impacted by a rate cut? I would think that's where we could maybe save some money.
2: Oh, yes. Um, mortgages are not directly linked with the federal rates, but over time, they've been influenced by the Fed, the economy, and inflation. So com details that mortgage rates have been declining over the past year, So low rates may mean that this is a really a good time to investigate refinancing your existing mortgage to a lower rate. Now if your current mortgage is an adjustable rate mortgage you may notice a lower monthly cost as well.
1: Right. And the rate cut uh, will also continue to make home equity lines of credit more affordable for those that wish to pursue them. Uh, so think about, you know, is there a remodel or an upgrade that you've been waiting to make on your home? Now might be a good financial moment to make that
0: move. Right. So we're I'm right to assume then, not that we should assume, we're talking about how bad that is, but Uh, Rate cuts obviously impact other types of loans.
1: It certainly does, Tony. Uh, Auto loans have remained low over the past few years despite rate fluctuation from the Federal Reserve, and according to Bankrate.com, a quarter point difference on a loan of $25,000 would only come down to a savings of about $3 per month. Now if you have a student loan with a private company, it may have a variable rate that's related to the Federal Reserve cuts. So uh, if that's the case, you may end up paying less interest on that loan. However, the details will vary from loan to loan. And like many changes that we've mentioned today, the monthly difference will not be that noticeable.
2: That's right, and when it comes to Federal Reserve rate cuts, misconceptions and assumptions can come pretty easy. Now, they get a lot of coverage simply searching for Federal Reserve interest rates cut on Google will result in a swarm of news articles. Now there's a lot of journalistic noise out there. And also Federal Reserve rate changes receive a lot of media attention and impact the economy. However, as we've detailed today, these changes may not seem consequential to the everyday American consumer.
0: Yeah, a good point. Now we do have to take another quick break here. Is there anything else you wanna add before we do?
1: Well, we just want to remind our listeners that when it comes to uh, addressing some of these assumptions and misconceptions, you don't have to do it alone. It might seem confusing and overwhelming as to you know whether Fed rate cuts actually impact you and how that happens and all of these other things that we've been talking about today. It's a tough thing to navigate on your own. So we encourage anyone that's questioning how these things might impact them or maybe they just want to get started taking a look at a retirement plan that might make sense for their own situation, to give us a call at 715-355-4445 or visit our website at retirewithbushka.com. That's retirewithbuska.com.
0: All right, listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole right
3: after this. Retirement today looks much different than it has in the past. Market volatility, low interest rates, and the rising cost of healthcare have left more of a burden on individuals than ever before. But it doesn't have to. New generation retirement planning offers a holistic approach to preparing for your golden years. This five-step process allows you to explore the key areas that we believe are fundamental to successful retirement planning. You will be confident knowing that you have been given careful consideration to asset allocation and risk income planning, legacy planning, and tax strategies. You are invited to a complimentary dinner and workshop to learn how you can utilize this holistic approach to retirement planning. For times, location, and to reserve your seat at one of these workshops, call Bushka Retirement Solutions at 715-355-4445. That number again is 715-355-4445. And welcome back to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. I
0: am your co-host, Tony Shore, And of course, Sue Bushka of Bushka Retirement Solutions and Cole Bruner are here from Bushka Wealth Management. Uh, Sue and Cole, great show. You've been talking about these misconceptions or assumptions that people make when it comes to their finances. Uh, And um, I know that you were talking about rate cuts in our last segment by the Federal Reserve and how they impact the everyday American consumer. Now, uh, what would you like to talk about in this final segment, Cole?
1: Well, on the final segment, I'd like to uh, examine uh, with our listeners an article from businessinsider.com uh, that uh, looks at the assumption that you may be able to continue to work in retirement. Now, the article was published back in November of 2019, and it's headlined, working in retirement doesn't always work, says an unemployed retiree who planned on it.
0: Ah, yeah. So a lot of people uh, plan on working in retirement, but what are some reasons that make working in retirement more difficult than Sue?
2: Well, one of the main reasons that the article mentioned pops up in several of the narratives of the people the writer interviewed Many workers, from a salesman with 42 years of experience to a veteran of the screen printing industry, said that finding a new job as an older worker was the biggest challenge. Now, the screen printer said that her family exhausted their savings, their individual retirement counts, and their pension plans while searching for a new job. And the job that the salesman found, he ended up losing uh, due to health complications. Yikes.
0: Yeah. As we get older, I think this gets harder and harder. Uh, Is this a common experience for older workers then?
1: Well, it certainly can be, Tony. In fact, according to an article entitled Age Discrimination in Hiring of Older Workers uh, from the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco, uh, mentioned that age can impact callback rates. Uh, Older female candidates for administrative positions were called back at a 47% lower rate than their younger competitors. The callback difference was even lower at only 36% for sales-related positions. Now, there were discrepancies among male applicants as well, though they were not as obvious across the board. Uh, For sales-related positions, older uh, male candidates were called back 30% less than their younger competitors. Now, while receiving a callback is just one measurement of job uh, search success, it can be a strong one. And in our experience, it's exceedingly difficult to get hired for a job without having the opportunity to interview for that job.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it's hard to get the gig if you don't even get the chance at it, right? (laughs) Exactly.
2: Wow, that's right. And another factor that can impact working during retirement can be layoffs or forced retirement. Now, a study from ProPublica.org called If You're Over 50, Chances Are the Decision to Leave a Job Won't Be Yours was published in December of 2018. Now, it analyzed data from the Health and Retirement Study and found that workers who enter their 50s holding full-time, long-term positions were often being pushed out of their positions by employers. Now, overall, the study found that this group, 56% experienced employer-driven job loss and only 16% were still working.
0: Yeah, so it's a tough market out there for older workers. It definitely is. And so we've talked a lot about assumptions and misconceptions overall today. What would you recommend to somebody who's listened to the show and may have further questions about these topics?
1: Well, uh, we have touched on a lot today. You're right, Tony. Uh, From misconceptions and myths about money and retirement to understanding how a federal reserve rate cut impacts the everyday consumer, we have even examined some challenges that impact older workers. Now, if anything that we've covered today resonates with you, or if you have questions on how your retirement strategy could be changed to uh, adapt to the future, We highly encourage you to reach out and set up a time to talk with a financial services professional like myself and Sue. While many of today's topics may feel negative, there's often a strategy or an adjustment that you can make today to improve your financial situation tomorrow. And all it takes is to give us a call.
0: Well, that sounds great, Cole. And as usual, our time has flown by. But why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you?
1: Absolutely. Well, they can always visit our website at retirewithbushka.com. Uh, again, that's retirewithb u s k a.com or like I mentioned, they can give us a call anytime at 715 715- 355 4445 to schedule a complimentary no obligation consultation to find out when our upcoming workshops are being held. So you can RSVP to one of those at no cost, Uh, or you can just uh, give us a call and talk through some of your questions and we can take it one step at a time from there. So again, that was 715-355-4445.
0: All right, and that does it for today's episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Thank you for listening to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Sue and Cole at Bushka Retirement Solutions and Bushka Wealth Management. Call 715-355-4445 Insurance products and services are offered through Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc., Bushka Wealth Management, LLC, and Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. are affiliated companies. Sue Bushko, Cole Brunner, Bushka Retirement Solutions, LLC, and Bushka Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.